Hello everybody, this is Ethan, welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter, this is episode number 137 and the Ralph Ragnarok era at Manchester United has got off to a flying start with an unlikely source. Manchester United won Crystal Palace nil. I'll, I'll admit I expected a bigger scoreline, I actually predicted a 3-1 to United. Um, not a draw this time, as 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 sometimes I uh, I usually do. I predicted a draw against Arsenal. United won. I predicted um, I predicted uh, four goals to be scored in the match. One goal scored. But do you know what? We've got the three points. That's all that matters. Brings us up into sixth in the table. Uh, Arsenal under us by one point. They have a game in hand. They are playing Everton. Uh, next, they'll probably win that. Everton really not looking good at the moment. You know, played 14, won four, drawn three, lost seven. You know, lose the Merseyside derby, lost to Brentford, lost to City, drew against Tottenham, lost to Wolves, lost to... Watford 5-2, lost to West Ham, drew with United 1-1. Their last win was the 25th of September when they won 2-0 against Norwich. And yeah, it's a very, very poor run of form. I will be shocked, it, well, not shocked, but... Uh, if, if Well, yeah, no, I, I, I'll be shocked if Benitez... Will still be here by the end of the season at Everton, unless results change. I think I think they have the capability because they have a good squad, but yeah, it's it's not very good. It's not looking good for them at all. Um, but Crystal Palace, you know, it, it it was a game I was kind of apprehensive about. You know, Palace seem to always get a good result whenever they're playing United or City, just when they come to the City of Manchester themselves. Um. And the, the they're a team that can always spring some surprises, and you know I was I was confident, I was confident it was the new Ralph Ragnarok era. You know I was very excited. I was I haven't been this excited for the United match in 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 a while. Um, but anyway, you know, straight out of the block. Straight out of the block, you know, uh, pressing, you know, attacking, you know, fantastic, fantastic football. It's the type of football you expect from Ralph Ragnarok. You know, it's the type of football you expect from him. Um, and I was like, you know, will he be able to implement it into this United team? And the answer is yes, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course he can, you know. Uh, and we saw it today. We saw the the Ralph Ragnarok style vision of play that he wants United to be able to do. And we did. You know, we pressed right from the off, pressed throughout the match. As soon as lost his ball, straight on it. It is his style of play. And... It was just great to see. It really, really was great to see. I, you know, loved it. You know, I was excited watching them play. Now, the problem was that 
yes, we were attacking. We were keeping Palace quite quiet. Yes, they had one or two chances. Uh, Jordan Ayew, I think it was, he, he had an amazing chance. Just had to... I don't know what was it was he the one who crossed the ball in, but basically it was a Palace player. Um, no, it wasn't the one who crossed the ball in, but it, it was the Palace player crosses it across the uh, the goal mouth, just a complete open goal, and just needed someone to get onto the end of it. It may have been rolling along the goal line. It was that close. Do you know what I mean? It was ridiculous. And when that goal didn't go in, I was like, I can't. Yeah, you know, I was shocked. I was shocked. Um. But yeah, the problem with United, you know, we just couldn't finish. We couldn't find the eventual run. And we have one, we have one of the best goal scorers in the world, if not the best goal scorer in the world, Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? But um, you know, he got in some good areas. You know, so did Bruno. They just couldn't. They just couldn't get it over the line. And it wasn't even like you know, like the goalkeeper was like especially outstanding. I think it was just as soon as, you know, the defence gathered round, obviously. But, yeah, for some reason, it just wasn't happening for United when... We, we were good in the final third, thought we were excellent. But it, it was just that final, final finish, you know. E- even the final passes, you know, Victor Lindelof, again, you know, with his amazing passes from out, uh, from, from, from in the defensive line. Absolutely fantastic. But, um, yeah... Just couldn't find that finishing touch. And that, that, that was the story of the whole game. You know, by the 60th, 70th minute, I was like, yeah, this could end in a nil-nil. I didn't think Palace would score at any point of the game. Maybe near the end because I was nervous and we were 1-0 up. But, you know, Palace, I would say, looked threatening, like, you know, once or twice. Nothing too major. Um... But yeah, really switched the burners off. Attacking, pressing football, which is the type of football United can play. Or that United should be playing. You know, it's the traditional it's the traditional way. You know, we've always been renowned for our attacking abilities. You know, so... Yeah. And, um, Anthony Alanga... He, he came onto the pitch. Uh, reports actually were coming out today before the match saying, oh, you know, apparently Alanga is really um, impressed Ragnick uh, in his in his first day. Well, first two days, I suppose. Um, and it was on the bench. Yeah, so reports were probably true. He, he was on the bench and came on. You know, still only 19. You know, Ragnik has even said that he wants to utilise the the youth squad, but in a way to make sure that they're prepared to come into the first team. And I think starting, not starting, but I think playing, bringing on Anthony Langer, um, really kind of sent, sent, you know, sent a message out. And it wasn't, it wasn't even as well, it wasn't even a... Um, you know, oh, we're winning, like, whatever, we're winning, you know, 4-0, or oh, give some youth chance, no, when I, when, I, when Alanga was brought on, it was actually still 0-0, and then a minute later, Fred pops up, I thought Fred actually, very, very good today, yeah, very, very impressed, 
um, with his performance, uh, you know, pressing is what he likes to do. He, he loves to make life uh, difficult for the um, for the opposition players, which is what is what you want from a defensive midfielder. I think Fred is starting to really come into his own now. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Pastor Fred, as as you'd say. But yeah, I think the defence as well. Absolutely on top for me. And don't get me wrong, I think the attack was good. You know, putting balls into the box, you know, getting into fantastic positions. It was just the finishing product. But as I said, Fred. Yeah, he he just... Uh, he comes in and he's... Uh, he, he, <laughs> From outside of the box, edge of the area, just like, just not even like a lob, but just, oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful finish. Beautiful goal, just like, gets it over the goalkeeper, you know, so nicely. And it's kind of, it just loops into that top left corner. It was a beautiful goal. Uh, I, I genuinely like, my voice actually, br- I mean, my voice broke when I celebrated that goal. I was like, ah, like, oh, I, 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 you know, I think... Because a lot of the time we're shouting at the screen like, oh, you know, come on, go on. Because the type of football I was seeing, you know, whenever United are getting into them good positions, I'm like, oh, come on, come on, you know. But as I said, and as I've said so many times, just getting, getting into that position, putting the balls in, wasn't a problem. It was just scoring the actual goal, getting the ball off the line. But yeah, Fred, he didn't need any of that. Gets, um, gets played... By uh, who 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 gave the assist? I think it was Greenwood. Yeah, it was Greenwood. Um, found himself in in that space, like about three Palace defenders in front of him. So he plays it out. Fred is running and first time strike. He doesn't need a touch. And yeah, you know he deserves it. Honestly, he really does. One nil, Man United. Fred's seventy seventh minute. Left it late, um, but that's what United does at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's what we do. The thing, I think, w- with this game, I would have liked to see more goals because I think United had the capability of scoring more goals. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm very happy with the win. I'm just frustrated with the scoreline. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I, I think United, they could have scored three or four they really could have. But, you know, don't get me wrong, Palace defended well, but, as I said, I think it was more to ourselves, just not being able to, you know, get the head on or just get that last touch, you know. There was countless amounts of time where, you know, the head was so close or, you know, there was an incident, I think it was both instances, actually, with Ronaldo, ball comes in, just, like, brushes past Ronaldo's hair, I think it was Ronaldo, but then there was another situation with Ronaldo. You know, he, he he takes a touch in the box, Palace defenders all around him, and he's stretching his foot, but he just can't get it, you know. I think that just explains, you know, like, represents what the situation was, um, kind of the story of that game. But do you know what? I think um, we... Um, we definitely deserve that win. We definitely deserve that win. Um, you know, even like I would say, looking look, looking at the stats, I would you know I, w- I would presume they'd go in our favour. Yeah, like ball possession, sixty one percent. 
you know, for, you know, we, you know, United, we usually get dominated by possession a lot, but yeah, 61% possession, you know, we kept Palace very quiet, 39% of possession for Palace, 16 total shots, 3 shots on target, we had uh, a lot, a lot of corners that we just didn't really do any with, you know, the, the, Thing thing is with United's corners, and it's been this problem for seasons. But you know the the, the balls in usually are all right. You know you have maybe like Luke Shaw, Bruno Fernandes, or Alex Tellers on on um, you know swinging it in, and it's usually good balls into the box. We just can't get anyone on the end of it. That's the that's the problem because it usually you know I don't I don't know. I mean the, the two the two really good headers uh, in United is Maguire and. Ronaldo, so do you know what I mean, um, but yeah, as I said, total shot was 16, 15 chances to creators to Crystal Palace, 6, accurate passes for United, 436 to Palace's 236, um, it just shows how much we dominated them, pass, pass success, 82, Palace, 71, um, conceded a lot of fouls, though, 16, but then again, 9 corners, 9 corners, but anyway, um, you know what? What? What can you do? And I, I, I was very um, impressed with United's first half. You know, one of the best half, first halves I've seen from United in, in in a while. You know, that City game, that Liverpool game. You know, I came out of it and I said that is one of the worst half performances I've ever seen from Man United because it was true. That was one of the worst half performances I've seen from United. Both of them games. But then I kind of think to myself, United usually perform better in the second half. And look, even though the first half ended nil-nil, I think every United fan, you know, bar from, you know, scoring a goal, was very, very happy with the United performance. Because I was, do you know, I was. It, as I said, it, usually, if a match is 0-0, I'm like, oh, yeah, boring, like, you know, no one scored. But, yeah, it was just refreshing to see, you know. Look, look, you can look at the score and just say, oh, yeah, 1-0, well, no, you know. You know, expect United to win against Palace. I don't know if most people do. But if you're actually watching the game... It's really refreshing just to just to see um you know more attacking minded you know as soon as we're losing possession just pressing palace and it really caught palace out as well we were making life extremely extremely difficult very difficult and i think the reason fred as well played so well is cuz he's in this kind of new system he's in a new system now where Pressing is encouraged, you know, making life difficult, that's what you need, and that's where Fred thrives, in my opinion. But anyway, um, we have Young Boys in the Champions League next. We lost against them, but I am expecting a win. We should be getting a win. Um... Wouldn't be surprised maybe if Ralph Ragnarok, you know, like maybe starts a Langer or someone like that. You know, we're already qualified. And we're leading Villarreal by three points and on goal difference. So 
a draw or a win is going to be enough for us to get into that first place. Or even even a loss. And Villarreal just, like, maybe not scoring a lot. But, yeah, draw, win, which we should be getting now. Yes, yes, we lost. But, you know, that was down to individual errors. Uh, we should be getting the win. It's at Old Trafford. Do you know what I mean? At Old Trafford. With our new style of play, we'll make it very, very hard for young boys. So, yeah. Honestly, we've got this in the bag. Um, I'd, I'd be inclined to go 3-4-0 or 3-4-1 for United, but I just don't know. I mean, it's against easier opposition. We should win. And then a match that I'm actually very excited about, uh, Norwich. Norwich, just for, I suppose, that momentum. Gaining that sweet, sweet momentum. You know, we beat Arsenal. You know, well, we, you know, since Oli's gone, one against Villarreal. We, you know, United haven't lost. One against Villarreal. Drew against Chelsea. One against Arsenal. One against Palace. I think we're going to get, you know, and, and then, then we have a string of nice matches. You know, we have United versus Young Boys. United versus Norwich. Brentford is going to be an interesting game. Brentford away. It's going to be a hard game, but I'd be confident United can win it. United versus Brighton. Again, you know, a bit, bit of an iffy game, but again, I think United will win that. And then ending off December with trips to St. James Park to face Newcastle and then Burnley coming to Old Trafford, then starting off the new year with Wolves coming to Old Trafford. And yeah. I'm confident about the next few games. Um, we shouldn't be dropping points. We should be moving up that table. Uh, the third round draw of the FA Cup is tomorrow, I believe. I think it is. Um, so, hopefully we'll get some uh, easy opposition. I mean, I, th I think I think we'll be able to win the FA Cup. I really do. I really do. Uh, the league, I mean, it's nearly already out of sight for United. Liverpool in second with 34, United in sixth with 24, City. Just topping them uh, with 35 points. Tottenham in fifth with 25, West Ham in fourth with 27, Chelsea in third, 33, 34, then 35 with Liverpool and City. Uh, Newcastle, they finally won the first game of football in the Premier League this season. Uh, you know, drew seven, lost seven, won one. They are 10 points level with Norwich, who have actually won more games than Newcastle, who actually drew against them. Burnley in the relegation zone as well with Watford and Everton just above this weird scene, Everton that far down. It really, I mean, I, you know what, I mean, just just out of curiosity, let's just see Everton's next few matches. Arsenal, Palace, Chelsea, Leicester. Wow. Then they've got Burnley and Newcastle to end off the season. They should probably run against Newcastle. Burnley will be an interesting match. Leicester, they'll get beaten. Chelsea, they'll get beaten. Palace will probably beat them as well. I wouldn't be surprised. And then Arsenal will, yeah, Arsenal will probably beat them. They genuinely, by the end of the year, could be in the relegation zone. Do you know what I mean? That That is a big, big possibility. Especially if Burnley beat them as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it, you know, it's not the Everton that we know. It's very, very weird seeing Everton down there. Because, you know, they started off the game, you know, with what? Let's see. You know, started off the season, 3-1 against Southampton, 2-2 against Leeds, beating Huddersfield in the Carabao Cup, beating Brighton, beating Burnley 3-1. 
and then lost against Villa, drew against QPR in the Carabao Cup, won against Norwich, drew against United, lost to West Ham, lost to Watford, lost to Wolves, drew against Tottenham, lost to City, lost to Brentford, and then lost to Liverpool in the Merseyside Derby. It's worrying. It's worrying times for Everton. Uh, but yeah, it's not about Everton, about United, and that's where I'm going to leave it. <laughs> um, I've been rambling on way too much as usual, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always... I hope you have a great evening, great morning, great afternoon, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode of Chit Chat. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Keep safe as always, and goodbye.